welcome, welcome, welcome to Family Karma Cast. My name is Indra. (laughs) My name's Deanna. (laughs) Already giggles, already. Already giggling. This is our first episode in a while that's like truly a Family Karma Cast Family Karma Cast episode because you've been you've been asking so we're delivering we are delivering we um you know we've been keeping the bravo updates going on a separate podcast that we started called gossip column and we've been posting all of those episodes on this feed as well so maybe you've been listening to them because people are according yeah because according to itunes Mm -hmm. stats everyone's listening to it so until Family Karma, well, we're waiting for it to come yes. back. Um, we're just going to cover Bravo. Yeah, on this. we're covering all of it. Um, you know, if Family Karma, God forbid, gets canceled, we will we will just switch to Gossip Column. But we hope that that doesn't happen. We really hope that doesn't happen. Also, I have no. some I have some news. What? So um, I can't remember if I've talked about it on Gossip Column before or not, but um there is an insider who's been DMing me on Instagram. Talk to me. And I'm not going to reveal who it is because I want them to keep giving me gossip. Of course. But we need the deets. So what we know is that Brian Benny has a girlfriend also named Monica, <laughs> but it's not Which Monica Zaswani. Right. It's Monica Shaw. She's like a beauty queen. She's she's freaking gorgeous. Of course. Um. And so and and basically this person is like they've greenlit season two and they're going to start filming in a month. What? But you didn't tell me that. Yeah, I just found out like yesterday. OK. I was saving and, and, it. and this person is doing God's work. Who's giving us <laughs> a little angel? A little. We'll call it the family karma angels flying. in. Yes. And they are like, you yeah, you. Yeah. So anyway, we'll see if that's true. If my source is real, this is the test. Um, Oh, my gosh. And so if they do start filming, that will be amazing. Um, We can't wait for season two. There just has to be one. Like, come on, bravo. There has to be one. Ugh. So we're waiting for that. Um, There's not much. And we know Florida's not adhering to those (laughs) COVID restrictions. (laughs) I also like, have you been following the Family Karma cast people? Because like, they're all like out on boats. They're hanging out. Like chilling. Of course. Yeah. And, And you know what? We we need them to be free so they can yeah they can come back to family karma. Hey, you know what? If judging. America is not gonna like actually socially distance, like if our president <laughs> is still calling this a racial slur, yeah, then we should be then we should have. Hey, if the OC is filming, I think yeah. they're almost done filming. There and Southern Charm is filming and. Like all of Bravo's filming, like they're just they're going for it. So Family Karma's so got to be on that list. So they can do okay. So we know that Vishal has the antibodies. Yes, because he had COVID, so he's good. He had COVID. He's good. Rich is good. We're. I presuming. took my antibody test yesterday. I'm waiting for my results. Oh my god, really? Yeah, you, my physical. I took. Do it. you think you had it? No. Well, possibly. I mean, it's been everywhere, right? Everyone's getting it. It's right. been around since January, December, probably in this country. So, and with our current president, it's just really not going. Uh, speaking of the president, um, you know, I am really, I'm, I'm slightly more excited about the Biden ticket with Kamala Harris on there, of representing our South Asian community. I'm happy to see her Yay. finally talking a little bit about the fact that yes, she's let's South talk. Asian. Let's talk about this because it's family karma cast. Totally. Indra. And you know what? Like she posted a video on Twitter and my uncle is in it. <laughs> I know. We need to. So I. OK, so we need to talk about Kamala Harris's video has Indra's uncle in it. My dad's brother is in it. Um and so why is he what does he do and why is he in it? So he, not that we want to blow him out his cover out of the water. No, he's proud know. of what he does. He is um the head of this organization called Impact, which is uh basically a fundraising organization for like a pack for like a political pack if you want to call it for that 
to support Indian Indians who run for political office throughout I love the country. So, you know, it's interesting, like, because there are a lot of Indians that run f- for political office in this country that I don't necessarily agree with their values. Like Nikki Haley is not really my favorite mm-hmm. person. Um but yeah, I can get behind Kamala Harris. You know, she's had some. This is huge. Yeah, she's had some like questionable things in her past. Like for yes. those of us who are like super left and a little bit, you know, worrisome right. about her. Like as a prosecutor, I do not agree with. Yeah. Um. I mean, I, I I'm not going to go into it, but as some of her decisions, of course, totally. But I think that um she has shown a lot of great qualities. Um, I think Joe Biden needs someone like her who can be very articulate, and she's really smart, and she's just really on the ball. So, um, yeah. And let's be honest, we we want Trump out of office. Yeah. Like even if you're not gung ho. You know, r- make sure you're registered to vote. Yes. Um, make sure you vote mm-hmm. um, because I am talking to um, people that are not psyched about the Harris-Biden ticket. Yeah, yeah. And But we need to vote. What is going on? This is not a political podcast, but mm. what is going on is broken. And the system is broken. And our lives are at stake quite very yes. seriously. And our children's lives. I mean, just, mm-hmm. you know, this week, the legislature to to drill in the Arctic on this precious land mm-hmm. that is going to happen because of who is in office and and you know and what's going on. So this is serious business. This is like I when I saw that I thought of my kids, my two kids, yeah. and the world that they have to look forward to. Totally. But this is not a political podcast. No, this is not a political podcast. We wanted to just talk about Kamala Harris because. You know, very we're all about supporting the South Asian community here on Family Karma Cast. And um, now we want to talk about the Netflix sensation, Indian matchmaking. Oh, my gosh. I dipped my toe and then I did a cannonball into the water. <laughs> <laughs> like, I watched the shit out of this in a matter of like four days oh my god it was it was just like candy I mean I had like a really rough month in July work-wise I was just like stretched like having my kid Mm -hmm. was in like a difficult phase like all this stuff I'm sure many people out there can relate so once that kind of died down it was like ooh, here's my treat and then me and Patrick just like binged it and um, I want to also hear what Patrick had to say about it. Oh, well, I he would love to um, give his commentary at some point. By the way, um, well, no, I'll talk about that later. Okay, so... Wouldn't that be funny if at the end it's like, hi, Patrick speaking. What if we do something <laughs> like that? We could do that. We could do that. Do you support that? I mean, we're the hosts. We are like, the hosts. If we both say yes, it happens. Yeah, let's go. Well, we need Patrick's okay, but that, like, I mean, there's no reason not to. It's true, though, because, like, he is in a, his life partner is an Indian American. Right. So he has a perspective right. on all this, for sure. Of course. Um, speaking of perspectives, so the show has been, like, pretty controversial, um amongst different communities there's been a lot of articles written about it by like white people by indian people by other people kind of maybe criticizing it for like i think well i haven't read all of it but there's been criticism about like the sexism the colorism the caste system stuff that comes up on it um and I'm really curious to hear what your reaction was to it, Deanna, as someone who is not a part of the South Asian community. Right. So I am white. Um, I'm an Italian-American, even though Italians think that they're dark-skinned. But um, so I think... So I've said this before. I've dated Indian men. Mm-hmm. And um, I've told you that some of them have been like, well, you know, we can't be really serious because you're not Indian. Mm-hmm. Um, which in your 20s is kind of a shock. Um, but so that was that. Was that. Um, and so so it's it's not surprising that 
um, you know, culturally that young Indian people want to match up with people that set their values. Mm -hmm. Um, I grew up Catholic. Um, I am not Catholic. I've said this before on the podcast. And I know that people who grow up in the Catholic church, um, people in my family have chosen people that are Catholic to keep the traditions in the family. Mm -hmm. So, so the idea of keeping that is, is, doesn't shock me. The, the thing that was hard for me to digest is the colorism. Yeah. And that's being, not being a part of the, the Indian community. So I know it's a whole different thing. Um, into, you know, um, the Indian matchmaker kept on saying, you know, she's very light skinned. Mm-hmm. And and it was a lot about the physical, um, w- the way they looked was really important, which is totally understandable. Mm-hmm. But, um, and as, especially the skin. And I would love for you to kind of comment on that as well. Yeah. Well, you know, quite honestly, the colorism stuff, um, I think it's a really important thing that needs to be, like, okay, I'll just kind of go back to the beginning. My impression of watching the show, I wasn't shocked by anything that was on it because I have lived in a South Asian culture my entire life. So I've seen people saying things like this and acting these ways and participating in like these potentially harmful ways of being. So it it wasn't like, oh, this is shocking to me. In some ways I was like, oh, it's kind of like refreshing to see them actually showing what it's like for young people who are maybe Indian American or living in India who are navigating the arranged marriage situation, like how they're kind of coping with these things that maybe some of us have issues with, or maybe they don't. Um, Personally, I have a lot of issues with colorism. I think it's extremely, I mean, it's it's racism within one's own community, basically. Um, and it's just another example of like white dominance, basically. Um, and the fairer skin that you are, the better you are. That being said, it's still, you know, it's a reality that's kind of like something that, certain families are looking for for better or worse and like you were saying a lot of it is about like what you look like and things like that um I would maintain that like when you're on tinder and you're swiping right or left right I was gonna say (laughs) you are also basically I mean other than their like two-word profile you're going off of looks um so I think that judging someone on their looks like you do have to be attracted to them. That has to be a thing. Um, But yeah, some of the other stuff is a little bit, um, the colorism thing is hard. And I think the most blatant example of that was actually the last person on the show that they show like right before the end. Um, The girl that she met with who was like, she was basically just like, I want someone who's fair skinned. And what really surprised me about that is that she was Indian American. I expect more like Indians from India to say that type of thing because there's more open discussion about that in India, in my experience. Um, but she said like, she's clearly Indian American and she still said that like on TV, <laughs> like being filmed mm-hmm. and she had like no shame about it which I thought was really interesting like I would I don't think like I don't if I was in that situation I wouldn't request that but um mm-hmm. she I did. think the f- interesting thing of people who are not Indian judging it um we're we're in this period right now where we're saying that we're going to be more curious and open-minded to other cultures but then the second another culture that we're curious about says something that doesn't fit into our definition of like being good. Yeah, what's right. Quote unquote. What's right. Um, we shun it and then we want to talk shit about it. And so when you when you were talking about that, it just kind of reminded me of we we are we're quote unquote woke or whatever mm-hmm. um until until it doesn't fit with our definition of what it means to uh be a good human on this earth. Yeah, I think it's another example of white supremacy, honestly. It's like 
Good for it. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. Like this culture, I do want to know bar- more about it, but oh, look at how fucked up it is because it's not like our like right. white culture. So, and especially it's like I think um no matter who you are, you have these um preconceived notions of what another culture is. Mm-hmm. And um, the second that the culture doesn't live up to your standards, it's a more like of uh, I told you so. Yeah, yeah, totally, totally. And it, it just, I understand that it's hard to break out of those like cycles of thinking. Um, but I think this is an, an interesting exercise for anyone who's watched it who's not South Asian, who's kind of judging what's going on, like, Right. I absolutely was judging people on the show. Like, don't get me wrong. <laughs> As a South Asian person, I definitely was. But do you mind if I ask you a question? Yeah. Um, when was the first time in your life that you and and this is for people to tweet at us too at Family Karma Cast with a K, and I'd love um for um the Indian um folks that are listening. In, in wherever you're from um but f- of indian descent uh, when was the first time you learned about colorism um or like saw it kind of play out whether it was talking about oh. someone in your families like something like that oh or, i mean or i probably comment it probably like has been like from the first time I went to India, because my family in India definitely is more outward about that type of thing. Um, but also like I was introduced to it. Like I can't even remember the first time it happened because it's probably been a part of my life since the beginning. Um, so no one's ever made any comments about me. Um, that said, not that I've heard my mother is very fair skinned and my father is more like my skin color, which is, I don't even know what you would call it. They actually have like different ways of grading <laughs> Indian oh, skin color. Like one of them is like, well, I'm glad you talk about that a little more. Like there's one that's like, like a weedish complexion, which is like, if you can imagine what that is, I don't know what the other ones are, but, um, Basically, I'm darker than my mom. And so I grew up in upstate New York for the first 10 years of my life where there's no sun. (laughs) So my mom was like extremely fair skinned for those 10 years of my life. And I actually thought for a long time that like she was white, like that she was just like Mm -hmm. a white Indian, but she's not. Um, And like since we live in Boulder now, which has a ton of sun, like she's definitely a darker color now and everything. Um, but, and my parents never spoke about it as like, this is a big deal or anything. Like my mom has never said anything like, oh, your dad is darker than me. Like she's never made a comment like that. Um, but I have relatives in India who definitely outwardly will say that like looking for a woman or a bride or a partner, it goes both ways, not just women, but also for men someone who is fair skinned is a is a good thing i have uh i have family members who are named names that mean like white or fair skinned in hindi um wow okay so just to show you that like that is how important it is to relatives that are like in my extended family so i've been around it forever i've it's I have another kind of question. So are Bollywood stars usually lighter skin? Yeah. And you'll see, um, like you'll like Priyanka. She's, well, she's lighter skin. Yeah. And I think like they have touch ups and things done to make them look lighter skinned. And I think we talked in an episode a long time ago about, the product Fair and Lovely, which has been yeah. on the market forever, which is designed to make your skin lighter. And actually, apparently, since the most recent Black Lives Matter movement, I heard that they're removing the fair part from the the title of the yeah. product, So, um, which is a step in the right direction. But these are things that obviously they're fucked up. I obviously don't agree with them. Um, 
and yet they're there and and people living yeah. their lives and meeting people and wanting to be with another Indian in their community. Um, they have to face these issues head on. Um, and I think the show did a good job of showing that, you know, like it wasn't trying it didn't have an agenda. I don't think about like showing something a certain way. Um, I think they wanted you to get an example of like many different examples of what Indian matchmaking can look like across the globe. That that was what I thought. I think the problem that I had um, and I didn't have a problem with the colorism. It was just like a head scratcher, you know, mm-hmm. is um, just for me, it was like the personalities, which I don't think have anything to do like um her name is Aparna. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm... Yeah, like the the first woman who was very difficult. Right. Yeah. She was she was tough to digest. <laughs> it was tough yeah. watching her. And I blame that on um I mean, but the interesting thing about her is um you and I kind of briefly talked about this is when her mom brought her to America. Mm-hmm. It wasn't if they were getting a degree. It was how many degrees that her children were going to get. Yeah. And that's a very Indian thing, too. It's, that's a stereotype that I think many people kind of are aware of. Is that, like, if you're an Indian, you're going to be a doctor, a lawyer, an engineer, or whatever. And she what? She's a lawyer. <laughs> and um, Right. Yeah. She was very picky. And I do actually, you know, just to bring in something that Patrick did say about it to me was that he felt that the show didn't really acknowledge the fact that all of the people featured on the show came from a higher class, obviously, um, and that oh, interesting. they were yeah. all like pretty well off um, in whatever situation they were in. Um, which is something that um, maybe they thought you would just kind of get it by looking at their houses and things and stuff like that. But um, it was something that wasn't really acknowledged, um, which has to do kind of with this notion of being successful. What that means in Indian culture is often like being financially successful. Um, so so that, and I that- think I, I, without saying anything, I gathered that just because I, I imagine that she costs so much money to hire to to get you matched. Yeah, totally. But then the other interesting thing was like the one guy who was didn't really fit into that mold, who was Vyasar. Which he was. Oh, yeah. How do you think he came into play then? Well, um, I don't know, but I was so glad he was on the show. I know. Me too. Um, he was wonderful. He was a breath of fresh air. Let's talk about, let's talk about everyone. Should we start with him? Uh, sure. Do you know he's the one I teared up with? Really? When he was telling the story about his dad? Yeah. And when his mom told him that he reminded her of his father. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah, he was just like a delight on screen. Like the beginning montage of his students like talking about him, like the way that they talked about him. I I was like, these kids love him. (laughs) And um, yeah, I mean, his journey was kind of interesting. Like he seemed he seemed really open to the process um and both of the women that I he love met, that you sound like uh you're on uh the bachelorette <laughs> my love my love um you know like I'm 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 just gonna be open to the process I'm just gonna be open to the process see where it takes we need you me. to be open <laughs> yeah I need you to be open to the process just trust me you know when they do that yes totally, trust me totally. trust me that happens like when they 50 times a season Season, at least I know yeah um, <laughs> sorry so I guess like the okay the frustrating thing about the show is that they didn't really like they didn't tell you what happened with anyone um which is kind of goes to show that like now like where are they now so that's what we're going to talk about now it's like where are they now do you know what I wondered though mm-hmm. I wondered if they released it early Oh, because they were like, shit, we need content. And they're like, uh, it's kind of done. But it's Netflix. And they're like, Netflix has so much content. Like, I know, but I, f- I don't know. I think since like I was wondering since Love is Blind, which was the 
that show. Yes. Like so did good. so well that they're like, let's pump this out. And they're like, we don't we we're not really done. Yeah. Because the the last couple, especially like the woman in Colorado mm-hmm. who had the daughter, she felt very half baked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They definitely were like leaving things kind of to be continued. I think there's definitely going to be a season two. It would be stupid if they didn't do a season two. Right. Um, Especially um, the two that got engaged. Um, Please forgive me for the way I'm saying their names. Akshay and Radhika. Yeah. Akshay and Radhika. Um, But wait, can I just say Vyasar is not with Manisha, who is the second girl that he met. They were a match made in heaven, I thought. They were, but I guess it just didn't work out. But... um, Vyasar apparently has been getting tons of messages on social media. So I love it. I think he's going to be fine in the dating department. Um, kind of in, and an he's so sweet. He's so sweet, so sweet. Um, okay. Yeah, we ha- can we talk about someone? Yes, Nadia. Nadia. Can we dive into the Nadia. Okay, okay. Let's talk about. Okay, Nadia was like perfect. Nadia was in my eyes so gorgeous. And gorgeous, so sweet dancer, so sweet. But mm. let's talk about the drama. Oh my god! Okay, so let's 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 back it up. Okay, okay? so um, Nadia goes into this process. She's kind of like, yeah, I've had a lot of trouble dating. She's a she's a wedding planner, um, which is and she she dances Bollywood dance. She's from Guyana. And so she kind of talks about how she struggles with people thinking that she's not so really Indian. So that was one of the most interesting parts of the whole Yeah. Uh, and that's the whole show. It was I didn't know. Yeah, like there's a whole West Indian population that is Indian ethnically, but their like ancestry is based in the Caribbean or like islands right. around there. So Um, that was really interesting too, because I actually don't know any Guyanese people. And it was interesting that she was like, I'm really interested in finding someone who is Guyanese or part Guyanese because, or someone Mm -hmm. who at least is interested in that side of me because she's felt alienated in that way. So that's not like, that's not colorism, but it's some sort of like discrimination within a community as well. Um, which is interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, so she, her first dude was this guy, Vinay, who, what did you think okay. of Vinay? Uh, he's not my type. He seemed, okay. So this is my thing. They sit down for a date and he was like, I'm vegan. Like that would <laughs> destroy me. Remember? I'd be like, um, I'm, I have to go. <laughs> I know. Like for me, that would be really hard. Totally. Um, but they made it work. They they shared their bond, their love of not liking ketchup, which is like, what the hell? Okay, <laughs> sure. Um, and then, but you could tell oh my a little gosh. bit that he was like a frat boy. Did you get frat boy vibes from him? Because I did. I just like, I just, he was like kind of a pretty boy. And like, but the way he was ghosting her was shocking was shocking because they seemed so into each other yeah did you can you read what happened okay um, so she the story on the show is that Nadia's like he ghosted me twice once we were going to meet for a movie he never showed the second time he was supposed to meet me with my friends and he said they're friends and he and he also didn't and they're sitting at the table I know that was so bad but then he goes on Instagram and he says and I quote, I never ditched her there. And that's in all capital letters. He says, the morning of the movie on July 18th, I texted saying I was sick and didn't want to last minute flake so I can't come. I thought this was honest and upfront. No BS. She didn't react well when later in the day I got an IV and wanted to meet up. An IV? What? Okay. An IV. Oh, because he was sick. Okay. She right. replied saying I handled this was wrong too. I handled this wrong too and never once asked if I was okay. I have receipts to prove it. He ended his long message saying he he was left heartbroken and ghosted. There's more that he said um, in that. Then, so that was the first time that he supposedly ghosted her. The second time... um, Oh my gosh, the second time was so shady. The second time was like... 
What did he say? I'm fighting with my sister. So apparently he did have like some family drama going down, what? which he did tell her about. And she just like. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, I didn't know that. Oh, here I had. Here we go. I had a family issue during that night and intended to still come. Hence, I texted on my way. I was definitely unclear and vague and not responsive. And I own that. I should have never made her wait or been stupid enough to not share the real reason. Over the next week, she explained to that to her. Yeah. Anyway, so I guess Give us like, what the drama was. Give us what the drama is and we'll decide if like you ghosting on her for this drama between you and your sister is legit. Because it's if it doesn't seem legit to me. Honestly, that one no, doesn't seem legit not. to me. It does seem like there was something weird about the um the video or the movie date though maybe he was just like uh this is all weirding me out that it's on television maybe or maybe he was at a frat party and he got too drunk <laughs> i love how that that's just my read on. is that Vinay's a you're frat party. holding on i mean okay so Seema auntie who oh my god love Seema auntie she was like He's not serious. And I think that that she's right. right about that. I think that he was not serious about finding someone and getting engaged and married. I don't think that's why he was doing it. Um, I got like an immature vibe from him. So do I think it was all his fault? Not necessarily. Mm, do I think it was yeah. not his fault? Not necessarily. Like, honestly, who really cares? <laughs> I, I'm sure they're they don't they're not really thinking twice about it. Right no, now. but so then she ends up with Shekar who rejected Aparna in the beginning, and then he goes on a date with Nadia. Right, but I forgot about that. He rejected her, and that was the first kind of match that happened in the show. Right, and they never returned to it. Um, it that those dates were like. Every time I was on a date with her, mm -hmm. Aparna, mm -hmm. it was just like I wanted to crawl underneath a table. <laughs> um, quick, okay, let's talk about Aparna next. But I do want to say that Nadia and Shekhar did not end up together. They didn't. They, wah, wah. Nah, wah, wah. I sort of saw that one coming, though. Like they seemed like they were right, having a good time, but I don't know. And, and also, I think like, also it's just like as uh, your hopes as a viewer yeah. are like tenfold versus what they're feeling. So it's just like they're we're seeing things that they are not feeling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like in, you know, it's like, I mean, so we should mention, of course, we are covering um, The Bachelor coming up. Yes. And, you know, with edits and whatever, like, like relationships are made through the camera. Totally. Totally. And. Like, that was another thing, though. It was like, Shekar seemed really nice. He had a great, like, personality. I didn't think he was that attractive. Like, no, I didn't find I him didn't that either. But they were all, like, falling all over him. Like, he must have, like, been amazing. I don't know. To be honest, I can't even remember what he looked like. <laughs> He was, and that's no shade. No, he um he like wore a suit on the first date, and he had like a beard, and I don't know. That's not really helpful. But anyway, let's talk about Aparna because whoa, this was <laughs> again. Like I said, it was it was tough to digest, and like any time she, it was just. Between the the weight of her and her mom's expectations, yeah, it felt like I wasn't even um, in the show, and I felt like I was being like, like I was being suffocated. Oh my god, her mom! The judgment from her mom, like, ah, tough. I know, and and I get it. You have high expectations, yeah, but. To shoot to shoot people down yeah. in front of your daughter before people have the chance to show themselves show you who they are mm -hmm. is is not fair and and I was curious about what happened between her parents and why they divorced oh yeah did they not explain that I can't remember no and I was like she seems like she's fun you know and so it's like. <laughs> What's she like in a relationship? 
Yeah. It just reminded me, you know what it reminded me? And this sounds really rude. Uh Okay, you know, like, okay, in The Simpsons, uh, Marge (laughs) Simpson's sisters. Yeah. That are just like (laughs) Thelma and whatever. (laughs) Like, it seemed like the two of them just like critiquing everyone. Yeah. And they weren't smoking cigarettes like they do, but like... That's what it felt like. Yeah, no, totally. And she was totally portrayed that way. It's just like the grumpy bitch in the corner. <laughs> like a Debbie Downer. It's like, what What do you do for fun? Like, And she travels a lot, but it's like, I don't know. Can you seem like you can't relax and, and, and like it's hard for you to have fun? No, and also like the way she had conversations with the men, it was very much like, trying to one-up them all the time I felt I know, and I didn't feel like she was a good listener I don't feel like she really like tried to connect with what they were saying and she was it was all about her like I I feel like Aparna might be someone who actually just wants to not be in a relationship like Right. I don't know. She did seem excited about Shekar and she seemed disappointed when he rejected her um, but right. even that, she was like, she wouldn't even admit that, like, she was like, yeah, it's fine, you know, people can reject each other, it's okay, and it's like, she wasn't willing to show any vulnerability, and I don't think you can be in a real relationship if you can't be vulnerable. I don't think she's, like, ready for that in her life yet. Um, I think, yeah, I think also she, I don't know, she needs a lap dog, I think. Yeah. <laughs> She definitely does and she will she'll find one if she wants it like for sure. I could see her making a reappearance on season 2. Good. I'm here for it. I, I just am went too. on her Instagram. Yeah, what's on her Insta? Uh Sean liked the first post that I just clicked on. Oh, hey Sean. Sean from Family Karma Cast. Hey, so they obviously Sean. What about, oh yeah, Sean has a girlfriend. I was like, what about those two? Sean and Pooja, they're on their way to marriage. I bet they're engaged. Oh yeah, I bet that'll be season two. Yeah. Maybe their engagement will be season two. Well, my source said that they're not going to be main characters on the show. Oh, well, that's understandable. But we're not sure about that. I mean, again, love Sean, but it's just there was not a lot going on Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. with the drama. Um, Okay, so let's talk about Akshay and Radhika. Because they were kind of playing this up towards the end of the show. It's like, look, they got engaged. They're having this engagement mm-hmm. ceremony. What? Look at this like amazing success story. Guess what? He seemed like he did. Of course, they're not together. They're- he seemed like that they. <laughs> he didn't. He wasn't ready for the world. Oh like, my! He God. seemed like. Like someone wiped his ass, and maybe his mom. That was the tough. His to see mom? these man children, oh. these man children. Dude, his mom and, and, scared the shit out of me. Okay, okay, is that understandable? Like she scared me. Imagine like, remember? I don't know if you remember, but like the other, the sister in law was like serving them, and I was like, oh, I wouldn't blame her for hand was shaken. You know. Uh- like because I my I'm shaking if I was in the same room. You as know, her. I think I said at one point while we were watching it to Patrick, I was like, I'm so glad my parents aren't like that. <laughs> like I feel lucky that I don't have parents who are that conservative and that involved in my life. Like, oh my God. She was terrifying. And like Okay, so the other thing that Patrick will say, I'm just peppering his commentary in because I know what he'll say, and he'll probably get mad at me for saying that. But, no, go, girl. Um, he was like, so you know how Akshay had all those meetings with his cousin? Like, he kept te- updating his cousin on yeah. the situation. She was like, oh, a the young sexual woman. chemistry between yeah. those two? <laughs> of course. They had more sexual chemistry than anyone on the whole series. I know. Is that what he said? Yeah, he was like, I feel like something good is going on between them. They should just. They should just fuck. Okay, and you know what? So we said that in front of my mom. My mom watched one episode and my mom was like, well, you know, if they were Muslim, they could get married. (laughs) Seriously. Oh, my God. So, okay. So Akshay, like, let's talk about 
like mama's boy to okay. the max. Like Ugh. he said, I want to marry my mother. That he literally said he that. He said that? I don't even show. remember he didn't, that. I don't think he said, he didn't say like, I want to marry my mom, but he said, I want to marry a woman who's just like my mother. He said like, that's what I want. And oh my God. Okay. No surprise. And so he said what he's, he met like a hundred girls in person or like 80 or it was some insanely high number, or maybe that was the other guy in India. I can't remember, but he was so awkward. I was like, have you ever spoken to a woman before? Who's not your mother or your cousin? Have you ever taken care of yourself? (laughs) Like, you know what I mean? That was, that was tough. Oh my God. To watch a grown ass man be like, whipped around by his mom and when just be like okay and when we're talking about wealth like I think that it's important to note that like this guy definitely comes from a very wealthy class of people living in India and um so there has been speculation from people that I've talked to and on the internet that Akshay Mm -hmm. may be gay and that may be responsible And we saw, so someone who is not in the Indian community, I saw in Family Karma mm-hmm. how hard it is for um, a traditional fam- Indian family to accept yes. a gay son. Would you agree with that? Totally. And I think that, so when we're saying, like when anyone says like you're speculating about someone being gay, you have to kind of like look at the context that you're they're in. And in that context, living in India with that type of mother and family who's so mm-hmm. traditional, like, can you imagine what would happen no. if he was and he wanted to explore that? Like, that must be so And do you know what could have, and I'm not saying he is or isn't, but I think also um, um, I have had friends that have come out to their parents mm-hmm. and they've told me that their parents just like ignore it yeah. and just move forward yeah. with trying to set them up with oh wow someone of the opposite sex are you um, kidding yeah you've not heard of that before no yeah and so it's just like the inability to wow to um fully um accept accept and understand yeah wow, that is I'm not saying that's going on but but I've had friends that have told me that yeah well you know I mean I do think like it is being gay in the Indian community in India and in America is still a tricky thing so um, it is like who knows what's going on there I don't think he's ready for any relationship no no <laughs> no I feel like his mom puts on his pants. You know what I mean? Like, like you know how I do, like, I don't do it with my five-year-old anymore, but how I used to do it with my kids. Oh, my God. Yeah, when they were, like, fucking in preschool and younger. Yeah. <laughs> or just, like, she reminds him that he has to wash his hands before they sit down at the dinner table. Oh, you know, that definitely is going on. Did you see his bedroom? Did you see? No. Oh, my God. His, you know we love bedrooms. His bedroom was literally, it looked like it was out of, like, a fake palace. It had, like, <laughs> gold everywhere. There was, like, a, it looked like there was, like, a king and queen's chair with a so table. So I have a question. Yeah. When we're seeing gold like that, do you think it's real gold? I think a lot of times it is. I wonder about that room because there was so much. It was more, like, gold cloth glitter type look it wasn't it didn't look very classy to me (laughs) that said like right his family obviously owns a lot of gold you know Italians love gold and Uh uh, they you know it's like my I love like you know the elder Italian population loves to have like fake gold statues and it's the same thing of like the room where the plastic is on the the sofas and it's it's always called the white room where you can't go in it. And, wow! But but there's a lot of gold. You've never heard of this? No. 
Yeah, so like we had we had one when we were younger, but oh there's always God. like this white room and it's like you can't sit on the furniture and stuff and sometimes there's plastic on the furniture. Oh my god. To preserve it. I'm not sure I don't think it's only in Italian cultures, Italian American cultures, but yeah, like a white room of just like wow. yeah, we just look at that, and we never sit in that room. It's all the valuable stuff. Interesting. Yeah, but it's is it? Because it's not yeah, like who real knows? gold statues. <laughs> That's so true. But speaking of rooms and closets, can we get to I I, I would love for you to say his name. Pradiman. Um Yes. Okay, so we we just have let's close up that Akshay and Radhika oh, sorry, did not yeah. end up together. Does Akshay have an Instagram? I don't think he does or I don't I haven't no. seen it. Um, I'll do you keep talking. I'm going to do the the Instagram work. Uh I appreciate that he only has 2700 followers. Yes. I appreciate that too. Um so he like <laughs> his whole deal was very like the the meal that he cooked for his family what <laughs> like the everything fuck was on was fire going on with and anything like, what it was like it was seriously like going to las vegas and having david copperfield and it's like a like a huge like three by three foot like sculpture and then it's like you got to break the sculpture to get the tiny pea inside oh my, exactly and like like his family was humoring him but you could tell that they were kind of like what the fuck is going on and do you know what it feels like it feels so 90s to me mm-hmm. you know like these mm-hmm. big bowls mm-hmm. with these like little entrees on it that you just like you're supposed to like it's like new money 90s yeah I'm not saying they're new money but like it was it's it's so like corny like that. It's like 25 bucks a plate for one bite. Like totally. Okay. I need to also ask you, do you think he's hot or not hot? I think he's handsome. I do think he's, he's handsome. I think he's handsome. I don't like personally find myself attracted to him, but I think he's right. handsome. Like I thought like he was more interesting than Akshay in terms of like he had he had interests, you know, like he was into fashion. Can I ask you a question, a cultural question? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Is it normal for wealthy people to have that many tiny clothes for the gods and goddesses in their <laughs> Like when he was going through, I'm not laughing, but I can't. I didn't notice the tiny tiny, clothes. You know, it. Every family has their own way of doing that. Like, I'm going to send this to you. Okay. Okay, So he has these tiny statues, and oh, the statues. um, And and he has all these tiny clothes, and he was showing the camera. Like how they, yeah. he dresses, someone dresses them in outfits every day. And and I think it's like more like I could watch someone like, this sounds really gross, finger those tiny. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. Like so <laughs> those tiny hangers that go through them as like ASMR or something. No, no. Okay. So having like sculptures of the gods like miniature sculptures of the, of the Hindu okay. gods in your in your home is very common and like like my what mom has a little altar clothes? in her room where oh, she has little she? things but she but they're like hers are like made out of stone and stuff like that can you please <laughs> look at the the video that i sent you from his stories it is so it's just pictures of the little statues and like <laughs> listen like, I always say I wish I believed in something because it would give me a lot more clarity in life yeah. and stuff. But, like, there was something to me very satisfying about him picking up the clo- tiny clothes off <laughs> and, and the little hangers and showing, like, little... Because I, I follow, like, Tiny Kitchen. Uh-huh. Like, do you follow that on Instagram? No, I so, don't. So, like, I... But... Okay, so... Do you know what Tiny Kitchen is? I I can guess. It's like a small kitchen. (laughs) It's it's someone making tiny food. So they'll make a tiny omelet or a tiny cake. 
And so, like, I'm very drawn to, like, people touching tiny things and, like, things shrunken down. Yeah. Like, I've known at a young age, like, the tiny espresso spoon. Like, I, there is something very satisfying about touching that or a tiny espresso cup. So, when he did that, that's what I'm trying to say. I'm not (laughs) trying to be gross of, like, fingering, like... <laughs> no, I totally no. I I understood you, but that's good for clarification for anyone who might okay. be wondering. Thank you. But yeah, like it's odd. Like it's very common for people to have statues of the gods in their homes, whether or not they dress them up in little outfits and stuff like that. Every that, day, that, he said they change their outfits every day. Well, that do you, are you surprised that he's doing that? Because <laughs> I'm not. No, I mean like <laughs> he he's a designer. I mean he's an artist, and the way like how proud okay so it is very like I would be a proud mom mm-hmm. if my child did that but I'd be like it it, it felt like a, a dog and pony show a little bit for you know yeah yeah definitely for the matchmaker it's true and you know he he did what he needed to do he he did meet this woman Rashali who was uh model she was gorgeous and he kept talking about how he needs to be attracted to someone before like saying yes or whatever and they went on that like date where they read they rode horses and then they kind of left it at that but um they they didn't end up together um they did not and um so he said on instagram like have I rejected 150 proposals in reality? And he says he's misunderstood because of that. Yeah. He said matchmakers send you several. Uh, can you, is it bio data? Bio data. Bio data. Yeah. It's just Not the American bio data. <laughs> okay. But they'll say oh God, it bio data. So... <laughs> Wait, that is. Oh, wait, say it again. Biodata. Yeah, say okay. Because it. it sounds right. It sounds. It sounds different. Yeah, for sure. Right. But it's just um, biodata. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. And so he clarifies. He's like, for those of you who want to know, I'm not gay, nor am I bisexual. Mm, interesting. And he brings up think about it when you're swiping left or right in dating apps mm-hmm. or you're rejecting. Mm-hmm. It's. Yeah. It's just like that's what you're doing. That's what we're doing. Totally. I think I I have high hopes for him. I think he's going to find someone at some point. I, I mean, just how old he's only like 26, 28. Yeah. Like these guys are so young. They they want some time, you know. Give them their time. Give them what they need to just like enjoy life exactly. or whatever. You know, like that and that's I think a and his big, parents seemed really sweet. Yeah, I think that that's like a common theme though that we're seeing, particularly with the cup with the people living in India, is that there's this expectation yeah. that they get married in their twenties still, when like in the world in general, amongst young people who are working or yeah. have different like things that they're interested in, they're not doing that type of thing. Mm-hmm. So I mm-hmm. think that like. Um, he was caught up in that. I think Akshay was caught up in that a little bit too. Um, and then I think Ankita was definitely caught up in that. And she was the one who lived in India who has the biz, the the fashion business. The I the loved line. her. Yeah, I loved her so much. <laughs> My brother was like. <laughs> Did you hear the part about when she talked about the name of her line? And I somehow missed it. <laughs> what is it? What? It's called, it's called there. And she was like, and the guy was like, what is it called? She's like, you know, there, like right there. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. I, that went over my. I totally head. missed it. I don't know, but I think it's really funny. Um, She was. She was clearly another one who was like, I'm doing the show, but I don't think she's really interested in being in a relationship right now. No, and she, no. And she essentially said that, right? Like, yeah. She was like, yeah. I don't want to I mean, meet and anyone. The, and the rigmarole that they put her through, the second matchmaker that they connected her oh, to. Oh, the Delhi matchmaker. Trying, who was supposed to be very... Um, progressive. Non-traditional yeah. and progressive. And it just ended up being even more conventional than the original match can i tell you that patrick what that was patrick's number one villain in the show <laughs> oh the second match yeah the delhi matchmaker he he really didn't do like you know her. what 
do you know who my idol is? <laughs> and like, okay, so I think I told you, it's like, I want it like, okay, fuck whatever like dreams I had of whatever profession I wanted to be later. I want to be a face like recognizer, <laughs> face whatever that reader. was, where you just go. <laughs> <laughs> I that is the fucking dream oh my job do you agree oh my god you're like they you hand look at you it, a um, photo and you're just sitting back and you're like she's very stubborn very stubborn she's very <laughs> this one this one she's very nice isn't she she comes from a very good family oh like my god. I could do that in a nutshell like have you heard of that before um you know that was a part of Indian culture that I had never experienced before. Was I surprised to see it come up in this epi- in this show? Absolutely not. Like that's the kind of like bullshit that like a lot of people I mean, buy into. I love that. Can you ask your parents about a face reader? Yes, I because will. My mom loves to read was- people's um the palms of their hands. Oh my god. So that's that's definitely a thing. And- so but the face reading, and I mean, dream job for sure. <laughs> dream job. Like, put me on Facebook and I'll just click all day long and write up, like, what I think of everyone or what what they're projecting. Like, I would have no problem in that job. Yeah. And I'm wondering if it's always a man because I, was, I, I don't know. I feel like I want – and how did he get that job? You know like, what? So many questions. You know, he probably comes. He probably comes from a family of face readers. Like right. often, this is like a nepotism type thing. Like, right? I bet that's what it is. Like, there's some ancient thing in his family where they were a face reader at some point, and it just it just stuck. <laughs> you know, Mazel Tov because he landed my dream job. Yeah. Like, it is not to. Like, because I'm a freelance writer, it's not to interview Meghan Markle or whatever. That's not even my dream. It is to be a face reader and sit there all fucking day and just judge people. Oh, my God. Because that's basically what we do. That's basically what we do on this podcast. (laughs) That's basically what we do. Okay, so there's one more person to talk about. Yes, talk Um, to me. Rupam, who came in towards the end. Rupam was the one. Who's from Colorado. She's from Colorado. She lives in Denver. Her dad was super judgmental uh, and he was Punjabi and that was tough. She had a kid and she was going through the matchmaking process, but then she ended up meeting someone on Bumble, actually. And she was like, I'm just going to go for this, which I thought I thought it was nice that they kind of showed like the mix up there that like. It happens like when you live in America, probably commonly that like you might try the Indian matchmaking thing, but eventually go with like an online dating platform that, you know, Americans use or whatever. But apparently it did not work out. So basically we're zero for zero here. Nobody (laughs) ended up. With anyone. That's why we need season two. We need season two. We need one happy ending. Like, I just want one. And like... We're going to get our happy ending on The Bachelorette, girl. Oh, my God. Do you know what I heard about them? Were you the one telling me that they're now locked away? (laughs) Sorry to to transition. I heard Dale and Claire are locked away somewhere. Like, they're living together in Bachelor... Claire keeps showing that? Claire keeps showing up on the set apparently but what yeah we want people to know that if you like content like matchmaking shows like The Bachelor or The Bachelorette like Indian matchmaking right. Love is Blind you should listen to our other podcast gossip column because but it's going to be on the family karma p- it'll be podcast, on our but feed but like we do need we do need more reviews yes on, on both yeah so you could review that. So just would be send helpful. us love. What else are you doing during COVID nineteen? You know, I I was texting back and forth with someone today who was just helping me out, who I never met. Didn't just did a brief, and you know what I said to her at the end? I said, "You've been so kind. Thank you so much." Oh, maybe just something like that. Yeah, you know what? Little things like that really help. Like someone tweeted about loving our podcast the other day, and yes, it, I was having the and we worst. Love them. I was having the worst day, and Were honestly, you? it made oh, me feel fuck. better. <laughs> oh, good. So, um, yeah. So Show that's Indian matchmaking, like. 
I know. That's it. I, uh, so we need a, let's just say season two. Season two. Bring it on. Family Karma. Season two. Bring it on. Bring it on. And um, yeah. We love all of you. We, we love all of you. Can't... Do you know what I'm thinking about right now? Yeah. Talking about Gossip Column. I can't wait to watch tonight. I, it was last night. So I'm going to get off this call. Mm-hmm. Get off this call. Get off this recording. I'm going to eat a bowl of pasta and watch Below Deck. <laughs> yes. I am so excited. So we want to say, again, Bravaholics out there. We are covering all the other current Bravo shows. Real Housewives of Potomac, Below Deck Med, um, Beverly Hills in New York. We're covering all of that. We're going to be covering The Bachelorette when that airs. Like, If you want more reality TV recap mm-hmm. content, we are here for you. We are here for you. And you're here for us. Yes, and, that's and what we love you for too. that. And it's really nice to have a Family Karma Cast episode back up again. Now it's been a while. It has been a while. Do you remember our our, our send-off? Uh, no. Oh, yes, <gasps> I do remember. Excuse me. I forgot it. Can you believe it? Uh, that's COVID for Should you. Should we do it on the count of three and end the podcast? Uh, you do it first. <laughs> One, two, two Three. Three. Namaste, Namaste, bitches. bitches. <laughs> Bye. Bye.